very exciting time. This gentleman has had one heck of a season already. He is absolutely killing it in the NBL1 Central League, averaging 17 points per game, five assists, six rebounds. He's doing absolutely everything, and he is a wonderful human being. And thank you so much for joining us on the show from the Woodville Warriors, Juwan Stepney. Good evening, Juwan. Hey, how you doing? Very, very well. You must be pretty happy with the way things are going at the moment. Just a lazy 10 wins in a row. <laughs> a little bit. A little lazy, but yeah, of course, very happy. So it was um, a, a big game on the weekend for yourself. Another win. What's, what's been the secret to the, to the success of the season? Because when you look at it from a, from a wins and losses perspective, the game that you lost was only by two points. Yeah. So what, what would be um, the, 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 the keys to the success for the season? I think our keys um, to our success, one would be our, our coaching staff, you know, putting us... Um, giving us the blueprint, putting us in the right positions to, you know, do the right thing. And, and second, um, I think our willingness to see others succeed, you know, our other teammates, um, you know, we're unselfish um, and we stay together through regardless, regardless of anything, you know. So we know that with, with your your basketball life in this up, up to this point, you have tried to get to Australia once before to play right. in uh, in Australia with uh, the Canberra City Stallions over in the Waratah League over in the ACT. That didn't come to fruition. I, I know, obviously, because of COVID, you've had to, you, you headed back home after that situation came up. How did you find right. your way to Woodville Warriors? Um, so I got to Canberra. I was playing a semi-pro um, actually with Joe Jackson a few years back and um, we had both signed at the same time to um, come out. Um, Joe chose to stay, obviously, and I um, went home. And when I went home, I got to um, eventually play for that semi-pro team again. And seeing that Joe had a, a connection with uh, Coach Scott Whitmore already, mm-hmm. um, we had talks of uh, bringing me in and here we are now. Just really quickly, just when you say about uh, getting in touch with uh, with Scott Whitmore, he he is a very interesting character. What was your what, what's your <laughs> what's your take on, on Scott? I've known Scotty for a long time; he's an absolute legend. But uh, your first interactions tell tell us a little bit about those first interactions with with Scotty. Uh, there was no really awkwardness, no shy anything. It was really straight to the point. Um, the day since the day I met him, he's always kept the same sense of humor. Um, and he always keeps it real. You know, that's something I appreciate. You know, someone that can um, do both very versatile, you know, and Scott's really good at that. You won. You've got Bevo here, downtown's co-pilot on the Hoopsters. Uh, thanks for chatting with us tonight. Nick Worm and Dave Humphreys, two very good inclusions. Obviously, Dave from the Lions and, and Nick from the Southern Tigers. Tell us what they've, mm-hmm. they've brought to the team. Oh, they can put the ball in the hole, for sure. You know, um, <laughs> You've seen it. We, we've all seen it. Um, I average a few assists, like four or five, and you know, it's so easy when I could just pass to to those guys, like Joe, and, and they could just you know finish or do whatever they need to. So um, on top of that, they bring like leadership as well. Um, both have pretty good experience um, with you know their their teams that they've come from and how far they've gone so they bring that those insights to me personally you know someone who's their first league their first time in this league you know um 
just seeing their style of play and, and how they approach things, you know, they, it really speaks volumes. And then also their character, you know. You see me, I get excited. I'm the, I'm the one that, that gets excited, and they're, they're about their business. You know, you see them get a basket or get a score, and they're straight face right back down the court, you know. You don't really see Dave Humphreys turn around and flex after doing something awesome. It is something oh, I saw no. you do on the weekend, which uh, you're absolutely <laughs> loving life out on court at the, at the castle, that's for sure. Yeah, yeah you know. <laughs> well, listen, I want to touch on that too because there was, there was a period where, and, and this is always, I like to watch players' reactions to things that they do and things that they achieve. The, mm-hmm. the, the play that it was, you, you picked off a pass, you threw it to, I can't remember who it was, but they finished, and you were, you were fist pumping like you just you posterized somebody. Even just the, you know, those little things, those little team things, that you, you just really just absorb, it seems. Oh, yeah, just like I said um, earlier, you know, our whole team, not just me, but we love seeing each other succeed and do the right thing and you know it starts in in practice and in training you know um just letting someone know that they do they're doing something well or doing a good job at something you know it's it's very important because you know we all need to to hear that and and feel that so like in the game um i like to bring the energy um i get excited you know you see me jumping around and and talking and and screaming and everything like that you know it's just got to let my teammates know you know i appreciate what they're doing and they're doing well John, I just wanted to ask you about, obviously, your threats this year because at the moment your team's flying, as Downtown mentioned earlier, 10 wins in a row, sitting top of the ladder. You've seen, mm-hmm. you've seen all the teams you've played against so far now. You've all played against each other. Who are the mm-hmm. couple of teams that you feel as though are your biggest threats, the two teams that you know, really impress you the most? Um, you know, to be honest, and, and this is a part of the, the Woodville culture um, that I've come to adapt, is we don't look past anyone. You know, of course, we've had our games where um, you know, we played against talent. We prepared different boats. Our thing is, we don't look past anyone or any any game. You know, we take each game. We look at who's in front of us on paper. We we take it really serious. We do our scout and we play the team in front of us just like we're playing anyone else. You know, they each team brings something different. Each team has different concepts and different you know sizes of talent and. And different things that they're really good at. So we take that and, and we try to work on, you know, how we're going to go about that. And so, yeah, you know, we, for the most part, don't look past anyone. So basically what you're saying is nobody's a threat. We're just going to keep winning the rest of the season and, uh, and blow everybody <laughs> away. That's what I'm picking up. That's what I'm sort of... <laughs> <laughs> that, 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 that's, that's what I'm picking up, what you're putting down there, John, that's for sure. Um, I want to ask you about uh, training with the Illawarra Hawks up, uh, opposite uh, the legendary, the Roy Lamello Ball. Oh, yeah, the Lamello well, the cool guy. Um, but no, I didn't really get to meet him. I just had to work on the other side of the court. It was nothing, nothing really crazy. Um, but yeah, just seeing him in, in person. You know, that was a couple of years ago, he was a little younger. It, seeing that guy, he just gets better and better. He could, could have thrown some trash in his in his direction, you know. Leangelo Le- is better than you, or something like that. that would have been, <laughs> let, 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 oh, let's no, be honest. Out of the three of them, like who even knows what Leangelo is doing? I mean, come on. I <laughs> know uh, they're all good. All the ball brothers, all three of them. Now, I want to ask you too about about life outside of uh, of, of basketball. I think Bevo had a similar question written down. <laughs> he, 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 did five, he, he did five minutes of research before we went on the air. So I'm, oh, get out of it. I, 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 I spent most of my day... Five? 
<laughs> no, I'm not surprised to be perfectly fair. I spend most of my day at work actually researching instead of doing my actual job, so I prefer to do that tomorrow. Uh, just don't mention this to anybody at work. Um, what do you do? Yeah, yeah. What do you do? They, they, they don't listen. Uh, they should, but they don't. But that's okay. Um, what do you do outside yeah. of uh, outside of basketball to relax or to just to get away from things to uh, to to get out of your your, um, your mind space? Um, for the most part, you know, being being out here, it's really just being around basketball is my favorite part. You know, I if I'm not in the gym myself, I, I love. Um, I love kids. I love training the kids and teaching them, and that just brings a whole new excitement to my life. You know, I, I have a daughter at home. She's Camilla? And, yeah, Camilla. Camilla? Thank you. So, yeah, yeah. So, you know, I don't know. You, when you have your own and, and you, you're around kids more, like um, seeing their growth and seeing them learn and, and teaching them some of the things that you know, you know, that's really um, cool for me to see, you know, to give back and – um, that's one of my favorite things to do right now. It's still like basketball, you know, but outside of me playing, that's probably my my favorite. Other than that, I like to read a little bit. Um, I have a little journal, and um, like to when it was when it was warm out, I used to like to go by the water and read and write. But now it's a little chilly, a little rainy, you know, so. Um, it'll, it'll come good again. It'll come good. <laughs> now, I, I'm a father of an eight-year-old and a ten-year-old girl, and 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 uh, young Bevo over here has just become a new father. What what advice would you oh, have? Congratulations! Thank you, thank you, mate. Four weeks ago, something like that. Yeah, well, good work downtown. Yeah, look, look, yeah. keeping track of things. That's right. That's, well, that's part of the research. Third of June, that, to be precise. That, that's the research that I do instead of doing actual work. <laughs> what advice would you have for for Bevo as a as a brand new father? What, what, what would you? What would? What would be your best, most motivational bit of advice be for him? Um, cherish every, you know, cliche, but like really cherish every moment now. You know, when they're small and they they can't talk or run away from you and do those things. Um, cherish those moments and take pictures because it flies. It really does. I hear people say, you know, time flies all the time and. You know, I hear it, and you don't really understand or realize it, you know, until it, it happens to you, and that time really does start flying. You know, so cherish that time now, because it's going to fly. <laughs> Great advice. Uh, we're speaking, of course, to Yuan Stepney on the Hoopsters Basketball Show, all about NBL One Central Basketball. Uh, before we let you go, Joanne, just want to ask you your thoughts on the NBL One Central competition because every year, this is only my second year in terms of being a commentator. Downtown's been doing it for you know donkey's years, but uh, do you feel as though every year it keeps getting stronger and stronger? Because we seem to be getting a lot of players coming from overseas, men, men and women like coming from college, and then obviously Daniel Johnson coming from the NBL, plus a lot, a lot of other guys as well. And as Downtown mentioned, you were with the Illawarra Hawks a couple of years ago. So, do you feel like the competition's getting stronger and stronger every year? Oh yeah. Each- each and every year, you know, at at home, you know, you got a lot of guys. For me, coming from Seattle, you know, you got a lot of guys that are hungry to get, you know, over here and, and to get into uh, get into these competitions. You know, so for me personally, it took me I don't know half the season really to adjust and and the playing style and and things like that. It, it, way it's i don't know it's different for me so you know coming from america so i feel like watching the competition last year compared to this year there was a lot more um 
blowouts last year I saw, me personally, but coming to this year, you know, like I said, each team is dangerous, and I feel like that by the years coming, they're just going to keep getting better and better, you know? So what are they, before we do finish up, because I mean, and that's all, that's the, the, the competition is huge. I mean, I've been around this competition for a, for a while and it has not stopped getting better and better. But speaking of things that get better and better, James Boonstopel, he's, he's, <laughs> I'm glad that you're laughing. He, he claims, and uh, he's a friend of the show, and, uh, and I, I may have gone digging for a little bit of info, so, uh, so I do apologize. You know what? Don't make any apologies. You know, that's fair. This is just, this is, this is just life. He's claiming that you, that you basically just completely and totally copy his dress, his dress sense and dress style. Is, this, is there any accuracy to this, uh, this wild accusation? There's no way that he's... I just want to, know, I want to let you guys know that there's no way that I have copied James Boonstopel's style. We went to the same place, right, at the same time, and I bought something. And then he said, oh, you know what? That looks nice. I'm going to try it on. He tries it on, and then he buys it. Three different things, you know? So if you ever see us out or anywhere, like getting some dinner or something and he's wearing the same thing he copied me just just know that you're a smooth operator i can understand why i'd copy you joanne <laughs> I guess the, the, the only thing that, would, that he would need to change differently though is is probably the sleeve size because he's got legs yeah. coming out of his torso i mean really it's it... he, he tried to squeeze into the shirt that i got <laughs> like dude just some things are not for you bro no, look, he, he's an absolute champion. But uh, if you're going to copy anybody, I, I probably wouldn't roll down that path. And that's—I'm uh, oh, yeah. glad you're not. I appreciate I'm glad you're, 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 you're taking your own steps and you're doing your own thing. Thank you so much for joining us on the show this week, Joanne. Really appreciate it, and thank you so much for everything you've done in the season so far. It's been a pleasure to watch you week after week, and we will definitely catch up for a burrito. If you if, if if you win the championship this year, Joanne, I will take you out for a burrito lunch at Zambrero's with no tomato, because I know you're not no a tomato, tomato man. No tomatoes on mine. No thank tomatoes. You, thank you guys for having me. I appreciate Thanks, it. Thanks, Joanne. Absolute pleasure.